Hello, hi, this took 1800 tries, but we're here. <laughs> hi everyone, my name is Misha, AKA Refilling My Wallet. This is... David, her husband. <laughs> this is David, and this is our... My... Our... Our podcast. Our podcast, okay, he's on board. Um, it's called Finance Fails and Cocktails. Uh, because I want to talk about finance fails. And sometimes in order to do that, you may need a cocktail, non-alcoholic or not. Um, yeah, let's get started. All right, let's do it. What are we drinking today? <laughs> um, today I am drinking, well, we are drinking a sangarita. And I am going to throw a reel up on refilling my wallet so you can see how to make it. But it is sangria mixed with a margarita. Um, it's quite tasty. A little spicy. Yes, David is, um, he thinks it's a little too much. But <laughs> this podcast is a doozy. So I think we need like a little stronger one than normal. Fair enough. Alrighty, alrighty. So quick introduction into who we are, who we feel like my wallet is kind of everything, assuming you didn't come here from my Instagram page. Basically, we are married and we have been married for almost six years, almost six years. And we've been together for almost 14. Um, we are high school sweethearts. So we went to the same high school together. We did break up um, August of 2010 and we got back together October of 2010. A really, really long breakup that we had there, but uh, we're back and we're here. So we miraculously um, racked up about $104,199 worth of debt. Yay, go us. Yeah. So you don't do that with, uh, without making some finance fails, which is why I started this podcast, because I wanted to go over those fails so that maybe either you don't make them yourself or if you have made them know that you're not alone because if there is a finance fail out there we have most of them covered i would say like 80 percent of the finance fails that you can make yeah, probably true we've done um so i started refilling my wallet about two two and a half years ago um, after doing a debt-free community meetup that I drug David to, um, and there I met Amanda, formerly known as Debt-Free in Sunny California. Um, I finally got to meet Brittany, um, who has a variety of names on Instagram, but back then she was according to my calculation, and now she's just Britt Polenko, and, um... Yeah, so I love the debt-free community. I love talking personal finance and I needed some sort of accountability, but I also wanted this to create an account that was transparent and honest with the actual decisions and shortcomings um, that we were making on our journey because I did feel like a lot of what was out there was very um, perfect. It was like this perfect linear path to debt freedom. And I knew that that was just not going to be us. So we did that. I started this, I started this Instagram and it's come a long way. Um, yeah. Okay. I guess we should just dive right in. Cause I think this is going to be a, a pretty doozy. 
of a first episode and we've got a lot to cover so let's do it david tell the people why we're here because you decided to purchase a car no, i'm just kidding i decided <laughs> to purchase a car david has decided to purchase is that the right word <laughs> finance he has decided to finance a car after we have paid off $51,732 in debt, David has decided to go back into debt further. Um, so let's talk about that because, you know, when people buy new cars, I want to know everything about it. Well, not as much the car, but I will ask questions about that, but more <laughs> so give me the numbers. What was your old car payment? Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Wow. So zero dollars and your new car payment is five hundred and thirty. Five hundred and thirty dollars. USD? <laughs> yes, USD. <laughs> yeah, so that hurts. Um and I guess how much are you financing? Uh I think around thirty one or thirty two thousand. Yeah. Um what did your wife have to say about that? Um, you were definitely not on board, obviously. And uh, you wanted us to pay cash for a car, but that seemed a few years away and just could not wait that long. So, this episode is going to be about two people who are happily married. And um, we're splitting finances, which is not something we've done since we've been married. I mean, we were we were in high school together and college, so like the little bit of finances we had, we really couldn't join together. Um, but when we moved together, moved in together in San Diego, they still weren't combined finances. No. No. So we combined like the week after we got married. Um, so this is very new for us. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, my God, like, this is crazy. Like, why would you do that? But a very common phrase in the debt-free community is personal finance is personal. And I have a big feeling that I'm not the only person whose spouse decided to quit the debt-free journey. <laughs> not uh, quitting. Uh, okay. <laughs> what would you call it? A uh, temporary setback. But still continuing a temporary on their journey. intentional setback that could have been avoided. Yes, that is all true. Yeah. So David's car, uh, his Jetta, is fine. Um, he could have driven that car for five more years at least, probably ten or maybe twenty. I don't know. Um, maybe that might be pushing it. So. I don't care about cars at all. I drive a 2012 Ford Focus. It has 72,000 miles on it, maybe. No, 77. It has 77,000 miles on it. And I am probably going to drive that car until like something magical happens. And I maybe someone sponsors me. Maybe a Jeep would sponsor me. <laughs> I would be a great sponsor for a Wrangler, I feel like. Pink. Uh, yeah, rose gold uh, with black trim. <laughs> But I'm not going to pay for that. So, Jeep, if you're out there, I'd love a, I'd love a sponsorship. Um, I just don't care about cars. I, my car is fine to me. And I feel the same way about David's car. David drives his car and feels differently. So, why did you want a new car? 
I think it is time for an upgrade. The Jetta, it is getting older. It does have 155,000 miles on it. So something's going to happen sometime soon, I feel like. David's a soothsayer, you guys. <laughs> he can see the future. He was there when Julius Caesar was stopped. <laughs> um, so it's just this is just time. I've been thinking about this for a long time. And uh, I kept mentally torturing myself and Misha at looking at them every single day and it sort of got distracting and finally decided I need to pull the trigger. I did not support this purchase. I still don't support this purchase today on this podcast. I do not, what is it called? Endorse this purchase. It's not, it seems frivolous to me. Um, And because of that, like my friend Stephanie of Prescriptions and Paychecks says you can't have joint finances if you are not going to agree on joint decisions and David has his own job I have my own job um I talked to my therapist about this and she was like you know he does work and if this is what he wants to spend his money on even if you don't agree on it then it might be fair for him to get the car originally she said we should try to find a compromise and I simply could not find a compromise that worked with David. So my compromise was a $15,000 car. I would be willing to go $15,000 into debt. And David? I was looking at a car that was 44000 So I felt this $30,000 car was more of a compromise. Um, but I guess with Misha's number starting at zero originally, and then her going to 15000 um, 30,000 was just beyond what you would take. I just don't, I don't get it. Because like you even told me, like you said, um, ooh, this car's really fast. And my car's fast. <laughs> I guess fast is a perspective uh, outlook. <laughs> no, fast can be measured by miles per hour on yeah. a car. All right, how fast is your car? I only need to go 65. <laughs> this, what's the speed limit? <laughs> 65. So that's as fast as I need to go. <laughs> the rest, I don't even know why they put the rest of the numbers on that car. For us, reckless drivers. Okay, I guess. so that sounds like a great plan. <laughs> Anyways, um, I know you guys are probably like, ooh, what kind of car did he get? Anybody who has been following me for a while knows like David was obsessed with Teslas and it drove me insane. Um, so I foolishly rented a Tesla for the weekend, um, because my thought was like, okay, this will like get it out of his system and he will be done with it. Um, so David, did you get a Tesla? I did not. I ended up buying an Audi A4. An Audi A4. And it's red. (laughs) And I heard once that red cars are more expensive to insure. Is that true? Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but either way, we've been with our insurance company and have had like nothing on our records. So, I except mean, when you backed into that lady, she backed into me. That's but not what anyways, you told the insurance lady. <laughs> she backed into me, but yeah. Outside of that, I mean, even if it is, it's not more than a few dollars. So why no Tesla? One thing I did not like about the Tesla is when we rented that one. We literally woke up the next day and the charge level was at half of what it was the night before. So being in Ohio in those cold winters, 
um, if we went anywhere that'd be a concern that I had and honestly it just sort of felt smaller and like um, there wasn't as much room in it so I didn't I didn't like that especially wearing big winter coats uh, it just did not make it as enjoyable you wear a coat when you drive sometimes <laughs> I don't know that I wear a coat when I drive I drive so infrequently that it's not really a memory <laughs> a core memory for me um, okay so why why the Audi why the Audi A4 what does it do that's better than my Ford Focus because sitting in it, it's honestly the same to me as my 2012 Ford Focus. <laughs> I think this is where you and I differ. Uh, just the quality, I mean, I love the simplicity of the interior and it's just something gorgeous to look at. And I think Misha knows how much I hate driving her car and just how it's designed and everything. So My car is gorgeous. It's blue. Her <laughs> name is Candace. The I mean, end. You got a good color car but outside of that your car is not you know what my ford focus is perfect there's literally nothing wrong with her at all i love that car i'm pretty sure our son will be driving candace when he turns 16 that will be his first car maybe i guess we'll see at that time i don't need to see i'm telling you <laughs> i know what's gonna happen in 2038 or something <laughs> so what does the car do uh, I mean, what are the magical features of it that makes it better than your Jetta? So I think the one thing is uh, that I was really wanting is the technology in car has changed so much. Uh, so like this has blind spot mirrors, it has LED headlights. So those things I do. Can't you buy LED headlights? Uh, you can buy, like yeah, you basically I pay and get them installed and stuff. Would that not be cheaper than a new car? Uh, I'm sure it would be, but. Oh, there's more to the car. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so those things, and then it has uh, adaptive cruise control, lane keep assist, so it has all the bells and whistles. And then the what, best adap part, What's adaptive cruise control? So it'll basically drive itself. It like the Tesla. To, uh, sort of, yes. If there's a car in front of me, it'll you know keep a certain distance away Did from Did you that see iRobot? The car <laughs> took over. Almost killed Will Smith. That car will take over, but luckily you can take it back over. That's what they thought in <laughs> iRobot. This should be terrifying to you. Yeah, it's been around a while. So has iRobot. <laughs> okay, what else does the car do? The best thing. You said the best thing. The best thing is the interior lighting. I can make it a lovely blue and yellow to represent the great Michigan team. I do believe you can buy lights on Amazon. That's on Amazon? Yes, it is on Amazon. People have put aftermarket lights I'm in I'm going to put pink lights in my car. I think that'll look good. You should do it. And, and we'll see. I, I will have my $0 car payment for my $12.99 lights, and you'll have a $534 car payment. So it's perfect. <laughs> okay. Um... I feel like we need to dive into like what this means and and everything. So we have decided to split finances and there's a couple of ways to do that. Um, some people think that like you should do it based off of how much the other person makes. So like if one person makes, you know, twice as much as the other, then they should pay a little bit more in, in um, bills and things like that. You and I basically make the same give or take yeah a little bit 
Like, well, who makes more? You do. Exactly. Currently. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I make a little bit more. I wouldn't say it's it's much, but I do make more, but I'm not paying more because I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so we're splitting the bills 50-50. Um, basically, like, you need to pay half of the bills and you need to pay for half of whatever our kid needs so if his he's got medical bills or if he needs formula or or whatever um you you me whatever should pay half of that so Mm -hmm. that's kind of how we're doing that um and then everything else is on is on you so your debt is your debt and my debt is my debt um which i mean is cool with me because now i'm at under 20k in debt and i'm hoping to be debt free in 2022 yeah, I think you'd def- definitely get there. Hopefully, I won't be too far behind. I mean, you have like what four times more the debt than I do. Uh, what? If you car? have eighty k and I'm at twenty, twenty times four is eighty. Yeah. So how will you get there faster? I'm not gonna get there faster. I hope. Hopefully, I won't be more than a year or two behind you. How will you pay four times as much? If you're also paying for your car. Uh, working on some investment opportunities. That sounds sketchy for a <laughs> yeah. uh, finance podcast. Why don't you talk about that? Um, so I've been in the cryptocurrency game for quite a few years. and How many years? Uh, since college. So 2012, 2013, I think. So how much was a Bitcoin when you got in the game? So when I got in, you could buy one whole Bitcoin for $66. And how much is it today? It is right now like 56000 So you have $56,000? I wish. <laughs> Unfortunately, some some things happened. <laughs> what happened? Why don't you have $56,000? Uh, so at that time, there's basically one crypto exchange platform, and I had... Wait, how many are there now? Uh, hundreds. Oh, um, so back then, uh, you know, there's that one platform and I had most of my Bitcoin on there and they basically stole everybody's money. It's called Mt. Gox. If you ever heard of that or look it up, uh, you know, early crypto investors, a lot of us had to deal with that fallout, unfortunately. So eh, it definitely hurt seeing what Bitcoin is now losing that. Uh, but I guess it's part of the game and I've, learn something from it so don't have all your eggs in one basket gotcha gotcha so so your plan is to use your bitcoin to fund the car for now yeah i'll uh, just pull the car payment from crypto each month and uh, make the payment and then hopefully over time crypto will continue to grow in value and maybe i can just lump some pay it off uh one day here soon aren't you worried about pulling your investment like won't that shrink what you could be making yes but the uh i'm sure the bear market will come in four five six months so uh, okay guys you heard it here first (laughs) david believes that a bear market which means like you're going to make a bunch of money is coming in four or five six months again david is a soothsayer he can see the future no bear market means things are going to turn down oh my bad let's (laughs) see we've got an investment bitcoin expert on today um so wait if the market's going to go down like why would that be good for you so 
right now we're in a bull run so i think i guess i should have said it as over the next four to six months i feel like i can make a decent amount of money before it turns into a bear market so that was what my goal is hopefully i can four or five times my investment uh, right now and if i can do that i should be able to take care of the car no problem so my question to you then is why wouldn't you wait until then to buy the car so you could pay it off in crypto like wouldn't that be so cool to have like a license plate that says like paid for by crypto or like a cool bumper sticker that i could make you on my cricket or something like that like why can't you wait uh because it's not guaranteed to happen and i think uh whether crypto does that or not i still want the car so that's pretty much why so folks impatient man we have here he he cannot wait any longer it is torturing him um now obviously like i still don't sound thrilled about this i'm sure you can tell but we have i have accepted this um and i think that's like something that's really important to to think about is when you are in a marriage or you're in a a long-term relationship with someone and you start to make money decisions with them you have to remember you're not making these decisions with a clone of yourself just because you want to pay off all your debt it is fast humanly possible just because you want to achieve fire or just because you want to buy a car doesn't mean your other person also wants to do that and that's when it's you kind of got to figure it out like what are you going to do like there has to be a solution and for me i started getting really worried that i was um my therapist said you seem to like to be in control which is very true i'm an aries and i'm a very strong aries like i have a lot of those traits and i'm also the oldest sibling um and i have a lot of the traits that you would expect from an old older sibling um so i like things to be in control i'm very type a it's supposed to go like this this is the plan um but what i never really wanted to be is this person who is um financially controlling you know there's a lot of um people who are in financially abusive relationships where like the one person kind of controls the finances and because of that the other person is trapped financially now i don't think that I was financially abusive because we both had an equal say in the money except for the fact that I really did not want David to get this car so to pull myself back from being financially controlling even though I still feel that like the right thing to do is to either buy a less finance a less expensive car or not get a car at all or pay cash for the car that you really want even though that's what i think and i believe that to be the best thing for what we as a family should be doing it doesn't mean that that is the only way so i had to come to terms with that i'm still kind of coming to terms with it if you could see david's face he would tell you like okay she came to terms with it but <laughs> i think that a lot of people do struggle with their person and like trying to agree financially on things because i think money is a really big topic and we're all coming at it from a different view so it's very hard to go into something and be like okay we both think this exact same thing and that's how it is either you're 
person like just is like okay cool we agree or oh yeah we agree on most things or okay whatever you just take control let me know what I can spend and then I'll stop spending um and I think for us my only goal is to be debt free I want to I don't want to owe anybody any money I want to be able to quit a job if I want to because I they didn't approve my vacation time I want to be able to take three months off of work every summer so that I can hang out with my kid during the summer instead of sending him to some after school or summer school program. Um, those are the things that I want. And that's like what I really, really value. Um, David really likes those things too, but he also likes driving nice cars. This is not something I can understand, but it is something I can accept. Yeah, I think that is well put and i think uh one thing that uh we probably need to let everybody know is i do 99.9 percent of our driving so maybe that's why it's a little more important to me about what i'm driving or you know how it rides or what features it has for misha she <laughs> do you even put two thousand miles on your car you're probably not so i think that's uh maybe a different perspective that we have as as well Yes, I hate driving. Um, I hate driving. If I could have pay someone to consistently drive me around, I would. And so I did the next best thing and married someone who would drive me around. You can still pay me if you want. Um, no, unfortunately, <laughs> that's not in my budget. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I feel like we're missing things. What else do we need to talk about on this? Because if we don't answer the questions, they're going to want a part two. They may want a part two anyways. Um. I think for me, uh, this might ruffle a few feathers, but uh, with financing a car, I was talking with Misha, even if we could pay for this $30,000 car in cash, I'm not sure if I'd want to do that because of the opportunity cost. So right now things are going well in crypto. So I think it's a bit silly to take that money out of the market and pay cash for something. For example, if I can even make 10% on that money in crypto, um, and my interest rate on the car is, you know, four or 5%, for example, I'm better off leaving it in the market. So, you know, like she was saying, why, why don't you wait six months and pay for it in cash? I even think at that point, if I could, I still may not do that depending on how market conditions are. So I think that's one thing that, um, I, I I very much into the DFC community and, you know, obviously see what you guys are trying to achieve. But I think that's one thing you got to look at, you know, just because you're going into debt. Sometimes it's not necessarily as bad and there are opportunity costs. But a lot of people like that peace of mind of not having debt. So I can see that side, but I also see the other side of opportunity cost. So I don't view anything as good debt or bad debt. I To me, debt is debt. And like, you can finance things for 0%. And David would say like, okay, if you could finance it for 0% and you really want it, it might be better to do that. I, I'm not saying that you should or should not do that. I'm also not saying you should or should not listen to what David is saying. Um, neither one of us are financial, financial experts or financial anything. We're just people who talk money. Um, I just, the emotional connection 
and ties that I have to being debt free is worth more to me than anything else. Because I know that once I'm debt free, I can take that money and I can invest it in the market. Because what a lot of people will do is say like, oh, well, my money would be better in sitting in the market instead of like pulling it out every whatever for the the payment or for paying all at once in a lump sum, which sure, yes, I agree. But also like your money would be better if you just put more money in the market. Like, I don't, I just, I understand that there's some numbers to it and, and all that. And I am by no means like a um, financial guru or anything like that. I just, I really hate debt. Like, I just hate the fact that X amount of hours every week that I work has to go to paying someone else. Like my debt, the payments that I make is someone else's passive income. And that infuriates me. It's understandable. And uh, I mean, I don't know if my first choice would be having this kind of car payment, but I mean, that's what the value of cars are nowadays. You know, they've gone up exponentially with the chip issue so <laughs> unfortunately uh, i wish this was a year ago that we would have done this but uh you know situation is what it is and i've sort you of accepted say that it is what it is if this is not a thing you're being forced to do well one thing i think the fire community community did teach me is um intentional spending so i'm sure they're not over there saying go into debt um, even though if it's intentional spending but uh, to me, this is very intentional spending. Um, you know, I think some of that debt we have accumulated was for stupid stuff. You know, it was like fast food or going out to dinner or drinking with friends. Like, you know, I feel like that was a waste of that debt. I <laughs> So debt is not good either way, I guess what I'll try to say. But at least with this one, I know what it is for. It is an intentional no item is not for wasting money drinking or going out to eat so i, I think mean, that's why it's a little bit different for me again for me debt is debt there's no like oh well at least it's not on this it's not, at least not on that like you could argue that your degree was quote intentional spending but you don't even use that degree that is true but things change yeah things change <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I have come to terms that I will never understand why you, why you, David, who had a working fine car went into this debt. I will never understand that. I, we have been having this conversation for a year at least. And it's just not something that I can see spending money on. There's a reason why a year ago we sat at that car dealership for three hours talking about a car that in the end we never financed or bought because I couldn't do it. I could not bring myself to spend, it was $7,000 that they wanted us to finance and I couldn't do it. I said, no, I literally, the thought of going into debt, I am sitting here, I am five months pregnant and I am starving. I hate this. I don't even want this car. Dealerships. They (laughs) no. I think they keep you hungry at dealerships, so that you just like hurry up and accept their stupid terms. But I couldn't do it, and that was for me to get an SUV, which we thought we needed um, because we were having a kid, and we did not need that. Myth Um, busted. 
myth busted yeah he's almost nine months and we've been fine without an suv um we like read all these i read all these articles that were like no 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 you need an suv if you talk to any parent who has family exactly if they have an suv they're gonna be like no you need one you need an suv you can't possibly make it work if you don't have an suv and we have gone on trips we have taken the pack and play the stroller our bags our dog like we've taken it all and it's all fit in either the focus the focus or the jetta so i didn't need that car and i don't believe you need this car um it's definitely not a need it's a want it's a want it's strictly a want it's not even like a a high high want or high mid need want or whatever it is where you like you don't need it but it would be super helpful um i think after driving this car for seven days so far one of the things i am learning is a lot of the stuff that i wanted like the features it's more of a convenience thing rather than like a safety thing my jetta was safe for our family but uh, just some of the convenience features are nice so one thing that I really love about this car is the headlights and how much easier it is to see at night with LED headlights. Like compared to the halogens, <laughs> it just makes a world of difference. And if anybody on here or listening to this has ever driven the two cars, uh, you'll definitely notice the difference. So I think that's one thing. And then I'm sure one question that people will have is, well, what does David currently spend his money on? Um, that's sort of a conversation we had and it's like I don't really spend money on anything outside of golf in the like spring and summer I usually will play you know two or three times a month um, and then obviously on occasion we'll go out with friends and stuff to to drink and go out to eat but other than that I don't spend any money on anything like I don't have any hobbies outside of crypto and maybe a few things here and there so um, to me it was like you know that maybe this is sort of i guess a hobby for me you know this 530 dollars is is what i want to spend my hobby money on (laughs) which is hard one of my friends asked me she's like well if he just takes his 530 and puts it towards a car and you could take 530 dollars and you could put it towards like whatever you wanted maybe that would be a way that you could be agreeing to keep the finances together the problem is there's nothing that I really want every month that's $530. Like I just don't, I'm not into makeup or like shoes or purses or clothes. Like, I mean, I work from home. So I really wear the same, you know, four outfits every seven days or however math works. So I will say like, David, you don't really spend money on anything. Like I definitely spend more going to Target or on Amazon or whatever it's just hard it was a really hard thing for me to accept that like this is what you're doing you're getting this car i think one thing that i've sort of thought about over the past couple days as well is uh if i decide you know six months 12 months down the road like god this 530 dollar car payment sucks i'm tired of it um depending on what the car situation is like then i could maybe either sell it and break even Although at that point I would have to buy another car, which I think if that does happen, I'm gonna follow the FC rule and find a five thousand uh, dollar car. Hopefully pay cash for it, and uh, <laughs> so this this might be a painful, you know, several thousand dollar lesson. But 
I guess uh, if I do decide to go that route, I guess uh, you know five, seven, eight thousand dollar lesson is better than a thirty thousand dollar lesson. Mm. So <laughs> I guess that's my uh, plan B if uh, this does not quite work out like I think it's going to. And one thing I uh, like the car too. So on top of the driving um, for work, I I eat lunch in my car. So it's like. I spend an hour a day in this car at lunch, so I want something that's, you know, enjoyable to look at, something nice to sit in. No, I'm not, like, I don't know, it's more than just... You could put a nice picture in the break room to stare at. (laughs) We don't have a break room, so this is my break room. Um, So that was the other part. So at minimum, I'm spending uh, two hours a day in a car between driving to work and back and then lunch maybe you all have convinced the people listening <laughs> that this is a great decision you have not convinced me which is why we're splitting finances um and that will be fine um because now we can both work on the things that we we want to do so i really want to pay off my debt i want to be um investing and maxing out my 401k and my ira like i really want to to get my retirement where it should be because I started really late. Um, I didn't start really investing, and I'm, I really is a strong word, but until I was 27 is when I started my IRA. And, you know, I want to be retired. I don't know. 50 would be the latest, honestly. Like, be my God. Um, I just, I don't want to work forever. Sorry if my boss is ever listening to this, um, but it's not my, I don't dream of work. That's that's what they say, you know. I would agree. And I, I, I hope 50 is the end for me as well. Mm, you're older <laughs> than me, Grandpa. I'm only by a year. Um, it's May 51, we'll say. Um, but yeah, that's so, you know, paying stuff off quicker is still my goal. We paid off both of our cars a year early. Um, I would love to do the same thing with this car and you know I'm not dropping down to minimum payments on other things so we're still going to be paying things off quicker so not completely giving up on the debt-free journey but this is a speed bump that uh, a speed bump that you made it is it's a speed bump I'm willing to take on (laughs) and I'm going to cruise over it very smoothly out of the window so he can drive over it Um, well maybe you should start a uh debt-free Instagram page so people can follow your journey because (laughs) I will no longer be talking about our finances. I will only be talking about my finances. Well, maybe I can uh, be a featured guest every once in a while. Yeah, maybe. I will invite you to my debt-free party. Um, (laughs) I'll invite you to my debt-free party, which will be the end of the year. So... Maybe I'll buy you a car for uh, uh, will you, congratulations. Will you buy me a car in your name that you can finance? Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure, Jan. Um, okay. I feel like we needed to talk about the splitting of the finances. And, like, you know, Christmas is coming. And sometimes we get gifts. Um, so what is the deal there? Like, if if my grandma gives us 100 bucks, let's say, what's what should we do? So I think we've pretty much come to the conclusion for stuff that is basically made to be given to both of us, for example. So probably a gift from grandma. You know, it's here's your guys' Christmas present. We'll just split 50-50. Um, 
and I think buying people gifts also we're gonna just split that 50 50 mm-hmm. you know because normally we'd both go in on buying these gifts so mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to do it and then um we sort of decided with income, you know, say Misha gets a pay increase or I get a pay increase, that's our income. So we get to keep that for our own use and bonuses, stuff like that, we'll keep for our own use as well as it's part of our income. What about taxes? Taxes, um, I mean, I think we're just gonna have to split that 50-52. It's gonna be too hard to be like, you made this much and paid this much in taxes. So I think you know whether we owe or get a refund i think we're just gonna have to split it 50 50. that's probably fair um let's see okay so finances taxes is there anything else i'm sure there are several I'm questions sure out there we might just have questions. to wait for them yeah um maybe we'll go live which is like david's biggest nightmare i think to not go really live. oh you'll go live uh maybe it probably <laughs> wouldn't be my first choice but uh i might hop on there all right so i guess we can sign off here wow it has been almost 45 minutes that's i think that's a good first that's episode pretty, a good first episode um so what you guys can look forward to in the next coming episodes is us talking more about the finance fails that we've made in the past um and there have been a lot of them and maybe we'll get a couple guests on and i'm just i'm excited to see that this little project does or goes and um Thanks for hosting this with me. Of course, anytime. All right, well, cheers and uh, refill your wallets, refill your glasses. (laughs) Bye, guys.